Hello, and welcome to Comic Club. We're back, and there's news this week. Yeah, baby, we got that sweet, sweet gaming news for you. That sweet news cycle that you all crave and I'm addicted to, just like I am. And I know you all just wait to hear from it from us. Like, you don't see anything online or the internet at all. You just wait for to hear our sweet, sweet voices coming to you with all the week's news. I wish I could stop reading IGN. I do. <laughs> Oh, God. I'd stay away from IGN because it's just an ad cesspool. It is. But they got news. They do got the news. That's true. And I want to read the news. <laughs> um, yeah. We got some news to talk about this week. As always, I'm Hunter Davenport. Join me. Join? Join me. Joining. Are we joining you on a magical adventure? Franklin Stets. No, 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 no. Is no, your no, full no. name Franklin? No, it is not. Oh, Everyone, okay. I get that question so much throughout my life. They're like, "Is your name Franklin?" No, bitch, it's Frank. Okay, all right. I get some. I don't want to talk. About now that we we've, we've established that, um, let's let's just dive right in. Let's just get into the to this. And we're gonna start with like a really big hardware news. Hunter, you got something this week, didn't you? I bought a Xbox Series S. Can you tell me about that process? Because I know it's been like a, a a giant war for the past year and a half to try to get new consoles. So how did you finally There's acquire this one? Great, great service called Xbox All Access, and I was looking into it because my buddy got got it through that, and uh, Walmart happened to have Series S's, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get myself a Series S. Took me 15 minutes. I got approved. Didn't have to pay anything. Put any money down. Uh, and I got an Xbox Series S and a two-year subscription to um, Game Pass. So I mean, now I don't have to pay for Game Pass for two years. There's all your value right there. But the, the thing is, you pay for... Uh, you. It, this is technically a loan. You, you have to pay it off. It's through It's through my bank. I won't tell you which bank it is. Um, you sick fucks. Um, the Bank of Davenport. Bank of Davenport. Um, but yeah, it, it's the cost of the Series X and the... T- Two years of um, Game Pass, really. I so, mean, what's your total cost by the end of it? Total, it's five ninety nine because it's two years of Xbox Game Pass, Game Pass on top of the plus, Series S, on top of the Series, which S. really should be called the Xbox Series GP because that's all that box is good for is playing Game Pass games. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna put a storage expansion into it, you know. Oh, so you're gonna pay an extra three hundred dollars, put a storage expansion in there? Yeah, I'll, yeah, eventually, not right now, but like. Okay, but we can talk about this. We can talk about these stupid-ass Xbox expansion cards they're releasing, this proprietary fucking nonsense. I don't know. I No, 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 no. It is nonsense because... They shouldn't be as exp- expensive as they are, honestly. They're they're very expensive. Well, they're um, expensive because they're proprietary, and they know they can corner that Yeah, and that's sector. the issue. And that is the issue, especially when PlayStation 5 is like, here, you can throw any third party in as long as it has a heat sink, which is weird, by the way. The thing is, though, is that they're great. They have no issues. They're, like... That they're, we know of. No, there's no issue. <laughs> that we know of. If there were serious issues with the Seagate cards, we would know by now. Well, these are newer cards coming out. These are new Oh, the new sizes. little one. I don't care about the other sizes. I honestly don't. I just but want... The, the, the 512 that's coming I need, out? The I need terabyte, a terabyte. The I, two terabyte one? I'll take a terabyte. I don't care about... if Two terabytes is too much space. I, I, I don't play enough games to justify having a two terabyte <laughs> Series S. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. It's just, okay. I, you know, they're expensive. They're very pricey because they're proprietary. But, like, they work great. Well, sure, they work great, but they work the same as every other SSD yeah, on the market. that's the problem. Which is cheaper and easier to put in other things. Yeah. Not that the Xbox One is hard to put in. I mean, hell, the PlayStation 5 is a slightly, like, two more steps, which is just an annoyance, At least really. PS5 doesn't have proprietary hard drives. Right. And you can buy an SSD with a heatsink on it for, like, 200 bucks. Yeah. Add a terabyte. I don't know. I, I, it's whatever. Storage is storage. It's not. I I don't get too upset about this because I'm like, at the end of the day, it's just it's it's an eight it's an SD card and like two years from now they will not be three hundred dollars. Right. Like it's like. It's not a static price. You might as well just get yourself a four terabyte like Western Digital book for like one hundred twenty. That's an external. Store your games there. And just play games on the Series S and just swap between the two. That's what I do with my Xbox One. Might as well, yeah. Yeah, it's way cheaper that way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Sure, I... does it take a little bit extra time to load those games from hard drive to hard drive? Sure. Is it worth saving $300 over the course of a console's lifetime? Yep. I'm also someone who cycles games when I'm done playing them. I delete them off my hard drive. 
I do that I too do. sometimes. I just it's just like it's easy to keep track of what I'm playing that way. Especially Game Pass games. Yeah, like yeah. I won't download something to my hard drive and not play it, and when I'm done, I just delete it off my my drive. That's fair. Yeah. yeah so these storage cards aren't for everyone. Though. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm gonna get one eventually, just because. There's options. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> I thought you didn't store your games though, Mr. Hunter. I do, but like, the extra SSD might come in handy. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I got one. It won't be here tomorrow. I switched to uh, customer pickup um, because I live in a, a neighborhood where I do not trust them UPS leaving this on my porch. That's fair. So I'm going to go pick it up after work tomorrow, and it's going to be a good day. And we will have a good review on it next week, even though... Yes. Because we need our hands-on experience with this. Yes, we do. And I'm, I'm waiting to hear it. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Can't wait to... I can't wait to see those load times. I'll be interested to hear your uh, experience comparing the two between the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox series, if there's any real difference. I'm sure there is. I've heard that the load times are significantly faster on Series S. I don't know if that... Or, like, the Series Xboxes. I don't know if that's true or not, but, it, like, that's something I've heard. I think it's more of a 1A, 1B situation. Probably. By significantly, they probably mean, like, 25 milliseconds or something stupid like yeah. that. Yeah. But to some people, that matters, I guess. I don't understand Fucking that at all. nerds. Goddamn nerds. But speaking of nerds, did you know that the Xbox Series X is approaching almost 100,000 units sold in Japan? That's you're like, insane. 100,000 units? That's, that's not that much, Frank. What are you talking about? This we're is talking Japan about, we're talking about. We're talking about Xbox in Japan, which is non-existent. <laughs> right. And it's crazy. The Xbox One, this is a fun stat for you, has sold roughly 120,000 units over the course of its lifetime in Japan. That is the depressing. Right. It's just not a big market over there for the... Dude, for that the is so minutes. depressing. Oh, my God. But here we are. Uh, Phil Spencer's like, hey, we need to focus more on Japan because that's a huge gaming market that we're just not taking advantage of. So they've been really pushing I mean, it over there. Having MLB The Show now, that's huge for them. Because that game's huge in Japan. Like, it, they're, they're is doing it really? Yes, it is. Oh, wow, I did not know Japan, that. All the Asian countries love baseball and basketball. I well, guess. I know that. I just realized they love the westernized games of those. Yeah, they love The Show. I mean, it, it, there's a reason why Sony had it for so long. is because it was such a huge hit. Like, those games sell incredibly yeah. well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, eh, um, so yeah, good for Microsoft for finally getting a hold on that market over there. Kind of. It's funny. I bet we will see more Japanese studios making Xbox exclusive games. Maybe Hideo Kojima. More, uh, more Game Pass games is what I'm thinking because I think Game Pass is once again helping accelerate the growth of Xbox globally. Honestly, I mean, all they need is Dragon Age. Honestly, that's all they need to grab. Dragon? Get get Dragon a Dragon Age? Age game. They're they're good. They will sell units. Dragon Age is on Game Pass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Dragon Age is already there. This is why it's working, is because they know <laughs> what to grab. Like, Dragon Age, uh, Final Fantasy to an extent. All the indies. All I mean, the indies. Stuff sells. Goal, Game Pass sells. I mean, we, we we will shill for Microsoft Game Pass at all times. Like, at Xbox Game Pass, like, get at us. Like, we we want that sweet, sweet Microsoft Phil money. Phil Spencer, if you just hit, me, hit my line, bro. Yeah, we'll, we'll market the hell out of Game Pass. Like, we will shill for you for days. Come talk to me, bro. You need um, you need a couple of dudes on the corner saying, hey, how great Game Pass is. You, you contact us. Give us a call. Give us a call. We uh, Our people will wait to hear from your people. Yeah. Our people. Main, mainly us. We're the people. We are We are the people. We are, we are a team of two. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah brother. <laughs> Two-man effort. Um, yeah, it's it's good that this is happening. Um, and more competition globally, too. I think that's really that's really key. Yeah, I think if you're a fan of Japanese games like I am, uh, this is good because it means more will be made. <laughs> and we like that. Yeah. Love that. We'll need it to happen. And actually kind of going off of this, did you know... The PlayStation 5 is the best-selling console, at least in the U.S. right now. Yeah. For the first time in three years, it has dethroned the Nintendo yeah, Switch. Yeah, who else but me has one? <laughs> that's the question. That's that's what I'm kind of wondering. I'm like, how did that PlayStation 5, with all the shortages... Well, if you think about it, they are selling out. People are getting them. Right, right away, but like, there's just... And they can't, they can't account for scalpers, but there is, like, evidence that, um... Scalpers are starting to lose money on these consoles, right? Which is good. 
good. Like, can we just kill that market? Yeah. For the love of God, scalping are, is scalping is killing See, the modern business. I what I don't understand is what like I think I said this on Facebook or somewhere on social media. It's like I don't understand why I cannot pay Microsoft money for them to send me a console when they get it. This I think that would eliminate a lot of scalpers. Well, it wouldn't eliminate scalpers no. per se, but it would make the even playing field. But why would that matter? I just feel like if you get direct from the company itself versus going through a seller. Well, you'd have to wait, but, like, you have a guaranteed Xbox Series S at any time. Would you, though? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm giving them money for them to send me one when they have it in stock. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? You just want to, like, fresh off that factory floor? You want yeah, that, that, just send it to me. I that, don't that give fresh a fuck. factory-smelled Xbox Series S, like, mmm, yeah, that the, sweet, sweet made plastic. Through the weird child labor laws that <laughs> build all our consoles. Yikes. Yeah, don't think about that too hard. Nope. Um, <laughs> it's just, I, I don't understand why there's not a system in place for them to, for us to buy them through the, the publisher, like whatever, whatever you want to call it, Microsoft, Microsoft directly. Because they don't want to? Yeah, it's stupid. I get it. You don't want to cut out the middleman, but Basically, cut out the fucking middleman. <laughs> they make more money otherwise. Yeah. You can still sell them to Walmart. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Just let me buy one from you. But you think you bring up a good point. It's like why doesn't Sony? Why doesn't Nintendo? Why it's, doesn't it's, Microsoft? It's because they have deals with Walmart. Yeah. Just buy it all yeah. It's. I think that's what it comes down to. It's like they they make millions of dollars just off of the ability to sell to these companies who then sell it to us. Yeah. They they get that sweet sweet contract money. They're like, hey, why would we sell direct to consumers? We can get this money and that money. Yeah, exactly. It's stupid. We I get think it's all dumb. the money. Yeah, that's capitalism for you, though. That's that's the world we live in. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, me too. Gas prices are so high right now, it's stupid. Thanks, Joe Biden. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get I'm the not, fuck out of here with that nonsense. I, I am not. I'm not bringing that in the podcast. We we don't do that here. No. We definitely do not do this that This is a politics-free zone. Unless it's Blizzard. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. All the bullshit they're trying to get out of right now. It's stupid. Um, yeah. Guys. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Oh, man, but you know what I've been having fun with this week? What's that, Frank? My boy Sora got released oh, for Smash Brothers. Oh, hell yeah, brother. I, I am enjoying the absolute hell out of it. He's a really fun character. Have you played him yes, with him yet? Yes, I have been. I've been doing spirit board challenges with him, and he's fun. He is so much fun to play with. Like, I never, like, really played this spirit board all that much, but, like, now that I'm playing with Sora, like, I'm cruising through it and enjoying it. I, I, I kind of picked it up because I was like, I've never played this section of the game before, and it's actually surprisingly fun and cool to see, like, them try to, like, it's, it's like, the, the characters are, it's like the characters are in the game, but they're not, in a weird way. It's like fighting a cosplay version of that character, and there's something charming about that. Right? Yeah, like, it's fun. It's like they have whatever the base uh, cast, which is, I think, was around 60... 70, something like that. It's like seventy-two fighters, I think. Was the base, and it's actually cool. Like, like you said, they take these base fighters and they put them in these scenarios where they represent other characters from all these other games. Yeah. Like the, the stats at the end of the Sora uh, reveal was like they they're representing four hundred fifty games. Yeah. And over like a thousand characters, something crazy like that. So they're taking these seventy characters and there's putting these in these roles it's like it's oh, really cool and it's fun it's it's kind of fun to like do a like the persona dlc spirits and they'll call down like their personas as like a giant fight fighter who looks kind of sort of like captain kid from persona 5 it's cool i love it it's a lot of fun um it's a it's a yeah, it's been a new way to enjoy the game i mean is this better than the brawl single player no, <laughs> it's not. It's honestly, it's not. I think subspace, subspace emissary is more fleshed out. Yeah, that was really good. That was a really good storyline because it has unique enemies that you can fight and stuff like that. This is just reskin fighters. It's still fun. It's still cool. It's still it's a really neat concept, and it kind of it fits within what the actual Smash narrative is. Was like these are just toys all yeah. fighting each other. The, they're spirits possessing the fighters, which is hilarious. It's the place like oh, and then I was like oh. Um, we released Amiibos in, like, virtual game, video game form back in Nintendo 64, and now we just made them real, and now we're just representing them in a video game. So it's like, smash the game, the Amiibo, the game. Yeah. I still wish there was an Amiibo game. Like, a game where you, like, you, you put your Amiibos in it, and you get to be that Amiibo. 
You know what I mean? I mean it's like Sky. I, like I, here's the thing. I want a Skylanders game, but for Nintendo. Oh, bro. Well, the, the, unfortunately for us, the time of the toys and video games. That, yeah, it's is, over. It's, it's, it's long, long gone. It's long dead. Long gone. And for better, honestly. Skylanders and Disney Infinity, like they had that to hold for the, I, like four years. It was. I thought Skylanders died. was the coolest shit though when they came out. Oh yeah, that that sold like hotcakes. Like, that like, thing was. So, I could never get into it, but like. I admired it from afar because, like, that is such a cool concept. And they did. Like, the only one I got into was Lego Dimensions. That one was awesome. I forgot about Lego Dimensions. You could be Sonic the Hedgehog and hang out with Doctor Who, and it was awesome. <laughs> and I know he's not called Doctor Who, but I know it makes you mad, so fucking fuck off. And I think it's funny. I don't watch that nonsense, so it's Doctor Who to me. Yeah. Who's your favorite Doctor Who? <laughs> who's, who's your favorite Doctor Who? 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 Your favorite doctor? Who? Okay, Who? bad joke's done. We're done. Okay, all right. Yeah, let's talk about Sora. Let's but Sora's about... great, man. I love the, the floatiness of it. It really reminds me of the Kingdom Hearts one gameplay. Like you're just up in the air forever. I like how he switches through the spells. Um, yeah, that's really cool too. Be. It's it's fun. It's like it, it makes you think about it. Yeah, some really good strategy with it. it he's just an all around easy character to use. I really enjoy him. Um, but like every character, there's there's complexity and simplicity to every single character in Smash. Yeah. You know, there's there's ways to use him that you can't use my boy Ike or Kazuya. Right. I feel like I feel like the Shoto characters are actually pretty complicated. Now they say that. Yes, they, they are. can be. Uh, Terry Terry's actually surprisingly was surprisingly easy to figure out for me. I so think, is Kazuya. I think if you have that background, it's easy. But like yeah. me, I I've never really played any of those games. So like trying to pick up one of those Shoto characters and using like that kind of they try to simplize them by giving them like auto combos and yeah. stuff like that. But like, I feel like in order to like really use them to their full potential, you have to know the character a right. bit. And uh, I am an anime sword boy at heart, oh, or God. a Pikachu main. Let's be real here. God. Yeah. I love my my Ike. He's my favorite my favorite Smash character. I, I I've carried him since Brawl. But oh, that's cute. Sora is Sora is kind of <laughs> inching in there. Yeah, Sora. I. It's funny, because, like, I played Smash a lot when it first came out, obviously, and mm. then I picked up a little bit in the interim, like, when the first set of DLC came up, and then I just kind of stopped playing. And DLC 2, all the characters, I'm like, ah, eh, whatever, 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 I'm not really just like, yeah, I'll go Min and download Min. the character, and I'll look at it, be like, ah, this is kind of cool, like, Joker was kind of fun. Min Min and, uh, Minecraft Steve. Was, wasn't for me. Steve sucks. That's a terrible character. Uh, people love that character. I do not like him. Well, I, I can't, you, I, my, my problem is... I can't figure out how to use it. <laughs> oh, so that's what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah. He's not I'm a bad just, character. You just can't figure out how to use him. I'm just him. terrible with him. That's the problem. Oh, okay. So he's actually not a bad character. I don't. There are real no I think his Final Smash is fun, though. I think all his Final Smashes are great. I'm, I am one little disappointment with Sora. What's that? No Disney presence at all. I mean... And I understand we why. We all understand why, yeah. I understand why completely. But it is a bummer. You're absolutely right. But it's like, whenever he does his Final Smash and Mickey is not there, I'm like... Oh, Really? Like, the, you kind of want Mickey to show up in the final smash and be like, ha-ha! Yeah. <laughs> just in the back. I want Donald and Goofy to show up, you know? Like, when they're sealed in there, like, this is the world of darkness where Mickey got locked in for a while, and I'm like, oh, there he is. Yeah. Just, like, give you, like, just give me the symbol, even, you know? Yeah. A little, a little silhouette, a little, just a little something-something, you know? You, could, you don't even have to pull his hood down. Right. Yeah. yeah. I just want to know he's in the game. <laughs> He is the little keychain on yeah. the bottom of the keyblade. That's what and you that get. cost them so much money. Oh, well, you, you know, know it did. <laughs> you, know you know it did. Crazy amount. I love, also love if I don't know if you noticed this, but on the monochrome version of Sora, he doesn't have the keyblade, the the Toontown keyblade. He has the regular keyblade, but in black and white. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised by that. They didn't give you any other keyblade models. I know. I felt I I was kind of like, which is kind of a bummer because there's some great keyblade models. Like, that. That keyblade is kind of part of enjoying that section. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, with every yeah world you go into, it's that's kind of the part of it. And I understand that. And obviously, we all know why you can't have that in Smash because that would probably because Disney would fucking slap their dicks on the table and say no. Now pay us. I'm kind of disappointed the final character wasn't Chris Pratt in, in like a fucked up way. What's wrong with you? I wanted to be Star Lord because I think that'd be hilarious. Oh my god. No. Put a me costume in then. Yes, Star Lord in Smash would be kind of cool. Can we have the uh, Capcom versus Marvel versus Smash game now? Can we just have like the most ultimate crossover See, game? Now of all I time? just want Capcom versus Nintendo. 
<laughs> I don't even care about like I love Marvel. I don't care about Marvel in that matchup. I care about Capcom versus Nintendo. How about Capcom versus Nintendo versus Disney? Okay, all right, okay, right. Because yeah, yeah, that covers Marvel. That covers Star Wars. That covers a bunch of other shit. So before we get into like the history of Sora, like why why he got in Smash, I I, I want to pose this question to you because I've asked several people this. And okay, I'm, I'm always curious what their answer is. Hit me with it. What do you think the next Smash style crossover should be? Because I know it's gonna happen, but what should it be? What should like type of game? What or? do you think it should be another Smash Brothers game, or do you think they should try something new? I, I th- I've heard this in other podcasts. Like, can you really have another Smash game after this one? You can't. Like, you can have another crossover for sure. You, you can absolutely. You cannot have another Smash Brothers game. I think from now on, Nintendo just ports this, and they potentially just add to it. Cause like, there is so much content to this game yeah. like how can like there's a lot to brawl we understand that there's a lot to the wii u version which i still don't really understand and um but then like I, ultimate ultimate's been in production for three plus years now here's continuously here's what i see happening i see this being ported twice and then i think they're going to try another crossover game i think i think you're right i think you see this go through maybe one or two nintendo generations and then maybe they reboot it yep i i don't see it being a fighting game anymore or like a platform fighter, to be exact. I think we could have. I th- honestly, what I want is a tactical RPG, and I'll never get it, but I Oof. want it. God, that would just. Oh, I would. My loins. And I wouldn't mm. even. I wouldn't even care if you didn't get all the characters from Ultimate back. I would just be happy with like Nintendo characters in general. Like just get Captain Falcon, Samus. I mean, you kind of get it with Rabbids. A yeah, bit. I, and I love those games. Don't get me wrong. They are fun. Uh, um, well, it is that one game is fun. And the other one's coming up sometime next year, and I'm not playing it because uh, I I I just can't support. I here's okay, small tangent. Tangent. I, I I I'm a little annoyed with Ubisoft right now again because they fail to address the fact that they're all a bunch of molesters. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm shocked. I tell you, I'm. Oh wait, I'm not actually that shocked. They they just didn't do a good enough job, and I'm like, I can't buy another Ubisoft game. But yeah, back to back to the Smash Brothers crossover kind We're of. Back. Um, I think they should wait, port this, absolutely port it. Maybe add another character, or or update World of Light, or do like a like an extra campaign. That'd be pretty cool. Put Subspace Emissary in Ultimate, you cowards. Yeah, they could do it. I don't think they'll do it. They, Sakurai needs to go on vacation. Yeah, Sakurai. This this Sora conf- was the last piece of development that I think Sakurai's team is going to do for Ultimate. I think they're going to do a different game after this. I honestly think that... Or does Sakurai just retire? I don't know. Or does he part just focus me, more on Kirby games? Part Kirby of me games. thinks he might try to make another Kirby game, um, which I'm all for. Because he loves Kirby. That's like his big thing. Are they doing the Kirby games coming out? Mm, no, I believe... I want to say that's the Odyssey guys. Okay. I think so. I'm not sure who's making that. Um. It's definitely not... I, do, I don't think it's Hall Studios. I might be wrong. But essentially, I don't know what the next, like, big Smash thing is going to be. Because now you've got, like, all these other copycat Smash games coming out. Like, obviously, oh, Nickelodeon oh, All-Stars. Oh, God. Yeah. And uh, they had Brawl Stars before that. You've had Brawlhalla Bra- in... Brawlhalla, which is good. You've had Brawlhalla in beta for about six years now. Yeah. I don't understand how you, that happens, but You yeah. had Slap City before... before Slap uh, City rules. Before All-Stars. That game's actually team. really fun. So I think you just get more of these kind of crossover games because you know they can be solidly done. You know they can create good fighters with these platform fighters, and you know they're going to reach on that nostalgia yeah. with these fighters. And it's like that's smart. I, th- I honestly, I th- I feel like a crossover game is inevitable. It's going to happen again. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I just don't think it's going to be Smash Brothers. See, that's tough because Nintendo is going to be like, we know how much money Smash makes us. We know how beloved Smash is. How can we not make another Smash game? That's that's my issue though is I don't want that too. It's like I, it's hard for me to separate what I want and what I think is gonna happen. Right. Uh, I think at the end of the day, they need to retire Smash Brothers. That's not gonna happen. It, 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 no, it's not gonna happen. But I think it needs to happen. I think <laughs> there is no way Smash will ever be retired. I, at this I just point. I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's no way they can ever beat Ultimate. They can't top it. No, I don't think any crossover game can ever beat Ultimate. It's insane the amount of work and crossover they put in this game. 450 different games, over 1,000 different characters, 2,000 songs. Like, it's insanity. Yeah, it's and it's 
beautiful. Honestly, it's beautiful. Like it's a gorgeous game. Eleven hundred dollars, two thousand something. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of representation in this game across the entire gaming world. Like, You're not gonna get that anywhere else. It's just I'm hoping they retire Smash and do something new. Like I said, I we we believe this the current iteration of Smash Ultimate. There's at least five more years of its life. Like, yep. Easily. Cause they're, you're not, they're not going to update it or anything. They're just going to... They'll drag and drop it yep, onto another much. console. I mean, obviously, they'll upscale or whatever the hell it is they do for whatever console, whatever Switch Pro shows even up that, next year. I'm not even sure they'll have to do, honestly. Honestly, I think it'll be very simple. It'll be a very simple port, and everyone will be okay with it because it's Smash Bros. Right. I. It's just... I don't know. I want something new. I... I'm okay with it. I'm not okay with it coming back. Let's be clear. I'm not okay. <laughs> are you? Do you think people are a little worn out from Smash? No, I don't think that's the case at all. Okay. I think what people want is stupid. <laughs> oh, okay. Hold up. A <laughs> no, second. I'm just kidding. No, I think I think people have unrealistic expectations of whether or not Smash is viable anymore. And right. after Ultimate, there's no reason to make another. What do you mean viable? What do you mean by viable? Viable in the sense that. They can make another one, and people will be mm. happy with it. I think you're right about that. Yeah. They can't. That's not going to happen. I think Ultimate has yeah. just been around too long with too much in, involved with it. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, the Sora. Let's go back. We've been trying to talk about Sora for, like, 15 minutes. Um, I Sora, love talking about Sora. Uh, <laughs> Sora happened because of a chance encounter of an elevator. Much like Kingdom Hearts. That's right. Uh, uh, Sakurai wrote his, his weekly Famitsu column, and... He revealed there that it was actually at the Tokyo Game Show last year yep. that he just ran to a Disney exec in an elevator and was like, hey, we'd really like to put Sora in Ke- uh, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> we'd like to really put Sora in Smash. I would hope they put Sora in Kingdom Hearts. Right? And this particular Disney exec, whoever it was, was like, yeah, we'd like to too. Let's let's get that ball rolling. You know, here we are, like a year later or whatever. And, and Sora's in, in-, in- Smash Brothers. Gotcha. <laughs> I won't say Kingdom Hearts. But yeah. the amount of work that must have taken. It honestly, it just seems like it it it, it was destined to happen. Honestly, like it, it six years ago, six years ago, this process probably was like kind of started in some form when Sora like ran away with the what fighter do you want to see in Smash next? I, I I'd like to address that really quick because I've seen people doubt that, and I think those people are high if they think Sora was not the most respected. Re- requested uh, yeah y'all are crazy like do you guys realize how big uh Kingdom Hearts is Kingdom Hearts is huge like it's well beloved it's crazy like it's weird seeing like Dark Souls fans and stuff being like oh why didn't we get Solaire I was like they were never gonna put Solaire in no. guys I'm I, sorry Dark Souls is great but I think the Kingdom Hearts community is bigger and come at me at askcomicclub at gmail.com if you think I'm wrong yeah uh, honestly Kingdom Hearts is a huge franchise and I don't I think people mistakenly think that the Western audience is the core audience, and it's not. I hate to break it to you. We are a fraction of the audience. It's true. And Japan loves Kingdom Hearts, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, Hikaru Utada. Thank you very much. I love her so much. (laughs) Um, I love reading about how she had to write Simple and Clean differently between the English and Japanese versions. That's crazy. It's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating to read that, those sorts of uh, stories. I bet there's an old source of weird trickery in, in uh, like, getting Japanese songs translated. Especially uh, when she's the one translating her own songs. Yeah. Which is even better. And I, I don't know how well she speaks English, I mean, but... Very well. Better Does than she us. really? Better than us, probably. Probably. I think most of the Japanese speak English better than we do. <laughs> True. <laughs> I just be saying things sometimes. Um, yeah, so Sora... It's Sora's been a great. long road, and he's finally in Smash Brothers. And I'm so I'm having it's like a resurgency, like a, re, a Smash Renaissance for me playing Smash again. Like I'm I'm like diving into the spear world. Like I'm going into training mode and like trying different combos. I'm like watching videos, like oh man, how best can I use Sora? It, it's great. I, it's really drawing me back in. I'm just I'm so in love with it. Yeah, it just looks great. I'm so excited that it's happening, and it's here. And now Sakurai can be let out of his dungeon forever. Yes, hopefully. For the love of God, Sakurai, take a break. Please take a vacation, Sakurai. And take like a year sabbatical for the love of God. Yes, please. Please. I don't want you to die. Um, we need you. 
But that kind of brings us into, you know, Kingdom Hearts on the Switch in general and how yeah. how and why is it only the cloud version that we're getting. So, interestingly enough, there was an interview with Ichiro Hazama, which is the series producer for yeah. Kingdom Hearts in general. The big guy. And he, he said that Kingdom Hearts is only coming through on the cloud version because of the storage restraints of the Switch. Oh, that makes sense, actually, now that I think about it. It's like, you got to think, KH 1.5, 2.5 Remix, plus the 2.8 uh, collection, plus Kingdom Hearts 3, like, those games, those collections Kingdom are Hearts huge. Kingdom Hearts 3 by itself is about 50 gigabytes. 64. Yes. It's huge. Yeah. And add on top um, the 50 gigabytes that is a 2.6 collection. 2.8. 2.8. Like, that. that's a lot of storage <laughs> to put on your Switch. Plus the KH 1.5, 2.5 remix. I don't know how big that is, but it's it's big. Yeah. Like, they took all these games, and you're like, well, why can't they put the PS2 versions on there? Because that, all that code's lost, first off. So everything yeah, is based it's... off the PS3 remasters, which was upscaled for the PS4, so it looks even better. It's a lot of data. It's not It's and, not PS2. Like, we could probably get, like, a hard drive and put every PS2 game in it. Right. Ever. Yeah. And so when Nick will have this shit. Yeah. Be like, well, Breath of the Wild's on there. Listen, it's a totally different ball game. Yep. Like the Switch max capacity for its base was thirty-two, is for its internal, and the OLED is sixty-four. Yeah. Which is a fucking crime in this day and age. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts Three would take up the entire OLED. And so you, think, you can't think of the third-party SDs cards that are going to go into things. You have to think of what the base is. Now, all this being said, this makes the Witcher Three Switch port impressive. Right. Is that they, they they scaled it down, like, a lot. Like, a lot. It does not look anything like the PC or the, the PS4 versions. Right. So, Breath of the Wild, 13 gigs. Yeah. And, like, they, they managed to get The Witcher 3 on the Switch, which is insane. Um, well, you guess what? <laughs> and they didn't delay it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Remember when CD Projekt Ged... Red didn't delay games. Remember that happened? No, I don't know that. that remember, happened. remember, remember. Was that when they were like the nascent stages of releasing Witcher games? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't. They. I think Witcher Three had a single delay. Yikes! Y'all excited for Cyberpunk on next gen? We're jumping right into that. That is right. We've got a delay on the Cyberpunk I... twenty seventy seven and the Witcher Three. Wild Hunt for... They should have just not announced a release date for this game. Next Generation. Really, this is what more companies need to do. We've talked about this before, and, like, Nintendo's like, oh, hey, Metro Dread, coming out in three months. Yeah, and it was out, and it's fucking great. That's what I hear, and what I've seen online, and Hunter still hasn't played it. Maybe I haven't, maybe I haven't. Have you played Metro Dread? We'll talk about it later. Oh, did you break your own rule? Hold on, tangent we'll time, talk, baby. We'll talk about it No, later. we're talking about that now. Okay, I did break my own rule. But. Ah, yeah, baby. Because Metroid Dread is so fucking rad, I couldn't wait. I I knew it. I knew you were going to break your own Dude, rule before Guardians came out. It's so good. It is the best. Honestly, it's the best game I've played all year. Oh, hot take, baby. Honestly, it is game of the year. Like, uh, like it is. I can't, I, it is so incredible that it is the best Metroid game. Oh, wow. It is. Ooh. It is everything it, it, people say it is. Tell me more. Give me your quick one-minute review of Metroid Red so far. I, How far are you in first? Let's start I, there. Uh, I've, I've taken down two Emmys so far. Okay, so what's your hours played roughly? I, I'd say maybe four hours. It's, I'm probably going to go over six hours. I know people are like, it's a six-hour game. No, uh, me playing this... I suck shit at platformers. Yeah. This is going to be a 14-hour playthrough. I can tell already. Oh, I didn't realize Metro Dread was that short. It is. It's very short. Oh, okay. But, honestly, with the exploration, you can pad that out yeah. so much. Um, just the, the environments and the powers you get and, like, the, the cool switching between, like, a over-the-shoulder when you're fighting the Emmys is the coolest shit. Oh, really? Yes. It's so good. Honestly, more people should play this game. It's the best game of the year. Wow. And the best Metroid game outside of the Primes. Oh, isn't that a hot take? Yeah. I know the Primes are kind of usually in their own I love section. I love Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3. I love those games. This is better. Hot take from yeah. Hunter Davenport, everybody. Metroid Dread, best Metroid of all time. It is. I'm sorry. It is. It's, it's just... You cannot wait for that discourse to come back at us. 
it's not going to come back at us because I know people who agree with me. Wow. <laughs> what, a, what a thing that is. What a thing of beauty. So from there, we'll, we'll get more into that next week. So we'll, we'll jump back to CG Project Red here um, with them extending and delaying, you know, both Cyberpunk 2077 and Witcher 3 Wild Hunt for next gen to sometime in 2022, probably that February slash March like that everyone else is they aiming for right now. They managed to delay Cyberpunk 2077 one more time. I feel, probably not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Honestly, like, they should just They should have never given it a release date so early. They should have they should have t- taken their time with it and it should have been a current gen exclusive. Yeah. You think no? There was no way it was gonna be a current gen exclusive. This, I mean, Series X, PS Five. Oh, that current gen. We are oh. in current gen. I still consider the next gen, even though it's been like a year. I know. Now. Isn't that crazy? It's, it's current so weird. Gen. Yeah. We are in current gen. Oh, I gotta hate it. Um, no, baby. Last gen's PS Three, Xbox Three Sixty. What are you talking about? No, it's not. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> My poor PS Four Pro screams every time I turn it on. Now I can't wait to. Uh, shoot my launch Xbox One back of the head, essentially. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it. it is the saddest machine on earth right now. Oh, my Xbox it One does still not, runs well. It does not run up, boot on the first try anymore. Oh, no. What did you do to it? I didn't do anything. It's just so old. Oh, no. It was the first gen? It's first gen. It's ah, launch. Okay. Dude, it's a okay. launch <laughs> Xbox One. That'll do it. I was doing four years. Four years? Since the Xbox One launched? I thought so. Five years? It's a lot, dude. It's the well, Xbox One launched in 2013. No, it did not. Yes, it did. No, it did not. I was, I was a senior in high school when they showed it off. Oh, when they showed it off. And it released in 2013. No, it did. Uh, yeah, it did. Oh shit, I'm old. <laughs> I will never. I, I for as long as my life, I will never laugh as hard as I did when it was when people started calling it the Xboner. Yeah. The <laughs> so funny as shit still. Twenty. 20, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, well, that's that's fine, that's fine. I didn't need that kind of reminder of my age today, but thank you. You're welcome. Hell. All right, so, you know what? Console's getting an eight-year shelf life. I like that. Or a seven-year shelf life, roughly. This one is going to be way longer, I think, for oh, this gen. Yeah. I think we're going to get, like, a ten-year shelf life. Oh, for, at least. For PS5 and Xbox Series. Especially with COVID, I think that is going to extend this by a lot. I think so, too. I just have a question, because... You, you know, like, gaming consoles used to jump exponentially, and now gaming consoles are jumping incrementally. Yeah, like, there will be new models for sure. I think this is just the gen that's going to stick around. There's a rumor that the PS5 Pro is starting in some form of development. I wouldn't shock me. I think that's smart, actually. Yes. Because I think with TV technology improving the way it is, yeah. you got to stay on top of it. Give me the AK PS5 Pro, please. Yeah, actually, the PS5 does run, does... The AK? Yeah. Even though there's like there's no, no TVs in the market. No, there's no <laughs> games. There's one game that supports it. Um, and it's a voxel game, actually, which is crazy. Okay. But um, but also, there's no there's like two or three TVs in the market that support that. Yeah, that's the issue. That's the other issue. Yeah. I, I Honestly, with TV technology the way it is, it's just smart to me to make another PS5. Plus, it should bring down the price on the, mar- on the, on the gray market. On PS5s. Yeah, God. Like, give us more models, for the love of God. Yeah. You know what we don't need, though? Xbox mini-fridges. Where's that PS5 mini-fridge? I want the PS5 the mini-fridge to release and be, like, this really weird I, shape. I, doesn't I'm really split anywhere. on the mini-fridge. Here's the thing. I'm split on it. Because, one, it's very funny. It is very funny. <laughs> Two, nobody needs it. No. But who doesn't love a little, like, soda fridge just right next to their console? We have a mini-fridge in the living room right now. It's fantastic. And it's awesome. We right? love it. Um... I, I don't know. I I think it's cool. It's a little piece of, you know, vanity. And I might get it for my room, honestly, now. I'm good luck if it. you can find one. <laughs> I'll bite a scalper for it. Oh, my God. These things are 100 bucks. Scalper's like, well, we're going to sell them for 300 I'm like, that's... Dumb. 100 bucks for an Xbox-branded mini fridge is actually not bad. No, I think the price is great. That's unless you're looking great at scalper price. prices, they're yeah, stupid. That is an amazing price. Yeah, like, I, I think they're so. Not, they're not trying to nickel and dime you here. No. But... It, no one needs this. Right. This We need this as much as people need Master Chief-themed graphics cards. Oh, my God. Uh, did you oh. see that this morning? Yeah. No, I did not, actually. There is a RTX, I think it's a 3090, that is has like looks like Master Chief. That's so unnecessary. It has its colors. I think it's visor. 
Oh my god! Like just just release more thirty nineties as is. How about right. that? Just start I mean, there. They will. I mean, they just need the chips and stuff, you know. Twenty summer twenty twenty two. Everyone, that's when you can get more stuff. <sighs> Maybe. I don't want. To Maybe. God, I fucking hope so. I'm so tired of living like this. Um. <laughs> well, you can buy something pre built pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, easy. Like, uh, I know people who bought Dells with thirty nineties in them. Yeah. Like it costs them like a lot, a lot of money, but Stupid you amount. can buy them. Yeah. And they're good machines. So. Yeah, they're fine. You like that sort of thing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, um, more games being delayed. We can also add Elden Ring onto this. Yeah, but I, the fu- the funny joke here is that another George R. R. Martin thing is getting delayed. That's hilarious. Womp womp. That's really funny. The, I This one doesn't... I don't mind it because I think that... It's getting delayed one month. Yeah, it's a month, and it's, That's from, just it's from software. Right. Like... We know it's going to be good. I just want... If they're taking the time to polish it, let them. This game's going to be gorgeous when it comes out. I, it's going to be ridiculous. I thought I was burnt out on Souls games, uh, but then I saw that leaked footage of Elden Ring with the tree in the background, and I, yeah. I was like, I need to know more about this game. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I need more of that George R. R. Martin from software. See, I like the setting more than I like Dark Souls, I think. I think that's right. It's a very good setting. I've it, actually never really played the games, but the su- the setting really... Yeah. It's got... I, I, I don't know if it, this I'm is true or not, but it's got like this Gaelic feeling to it. Okay. Kind okay. of like... It's it's definitely like... Feels like um, Celtic in a way to me. Yeah. I could be wrong. You know, like when I get the game... I, 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 I uh, did avoid spoilers for Elden Ring because I just... I want to be... I, part of the fun of uh, Souls games to me is just diving into them. Right. You like to blind run them. You do. Uh, as someone who's never played Souls game, you bet your ass I signed up for that network test yeah. next month. <laughs> I, 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 I would do it. I just like I kind of just want to be surprised. I also want to know when I download this demo how loud my PS4 Pro is going to be. It's going to be very loud. It's going to be so. Dude, that thing is going to like take off. I'm going to play the demo for Tales of Arise, and I'm going to. Vi- I'm going to video it just so everyone can hear that small airplane trying to take off from underneath my media center. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Honestly though like it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting that game honestly because it's like it's open world so like you can't do traditional soul stuff in it what does that mean i never i've in that you kind of have to adjust how the game plays because usually you have to go a specific route to get certain things right yeah like the the map uh the maps in souls games are always fucked up and it's awesome right (laughs) Because it's basically just a pretzel turned in on itself. Okay. Um, like, you, you'll find shortcuts, and you go, oh, that's that place. That's this place. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, I'm, I love watching speedruns of Souls games. I ju- I'm it's curious. fascinating. I'm just curious on what this game is. And if, if it's as Soulsy as I think it is, I heard that it's not. And that kind of is interesting to me, because if it's not, like... It might not be a bad thing. Yeah, it might not. Hey, Souls fans, less Souls might be a good thing. No, but my difficulty I don't levels. care about your difficulty oh, levels. I need my souls. I'm, I'm sorry you get triggered when somebody needs to play in easy mode, you fucking babies. Story mode on Fallen Order is like one of the best things ever. Yeah. I And honestly, like, I I, I do agree that some games do not need a difficulty slider, but the, the, the level of butthurt they get is just like, dude, it's you stupid. guys are fucking pathetic. If someone's put a difficulty slider on the game, who cares? Yeah. It's their game. And yeah. if somebody wants to play it on that level, let them. I play games on easy all the time. You know why? Because I hate being frustrated sometimes. It happens. I mean, I play games mostly on normal, but I'm not afraid to go down to easy if I'm having trouble somewhere. I, I'm playing Metroid Dread, a game that is really, really fucking hard, and I'm progressing, but like, I don't find it frustrating. If there was an easy mode... I'd probably take the easy one, honestly. I think it's very funny. I've seen a lot about this game, and I've heard a lot about it, and one of the things that really grabbed me about it, I'm like, this game's really good, but I'm not sure that it's fun. And I was like... It's not. That's a fascinating take. There are fun... There, the traversal is fun. Yeah. Like, there's bits of it that are fun, but playing the game is a, is a uh, dreadful experience. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Let's keep going before I kill myself. Oh, baby, let's go. Also, Elden Ring kind of fitting right into that February March mashup of oh, nonsense. That is going to be a terrible, terrible month. I can't wait. We're all screwed. Like everyone in the gaming industry, like from little dudes like us who get nothing from this to I'm all just, the big ones, like we're all I need, bone. I need my Midnight Suns and whatever I get in the meantime. That's on. That's on. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see how that whole 
like 60 days God, ago. I can't wait for Midnight Suns. It's going to be a gauntlet for every major publishing site. It's going to be crazy. I can't wait for Midnight Suns. <laughs> it's going to be so awesome. Uh, I want to talk about another forward. game that you're really excited about. Another game? Excited about... Uh, oh, oh from sorry. I, I, I literally was thinking about Midnight Suns in my mind. <laughs> Concerned Ape, uh, developers of Stardew Valley, uh, dropped early gameplay of his new game that's not coming for a while. It's called The Haunted Chocolatier. Uh, so, the game's premise is that you run a candy store in a haunted castle instead of a farm. That's that's a fascinating setting. Yeah, and there's combat. Which is weird. It's not weird, it's awesome. It, dude, he literally, he walked through a bunch of slimes and then shot a crow with a bow and arrow. That was pretty sick. That was that was something else. That it's like prime, you know, thirty-two bit gaming. Yeah, and like I love Harvest Moon games. I love all these farming life slice of life games. Like I'm gonna play that stupid Disney game because it's a slice of life game. And I really like those. <laughs> and it's Disney. I like Disney. I forgot about that weird Disney game. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna play it. Um, and I'm gonna stream it. Don't worry. Oh I'm yeah. Streaming it. I want to do some commentary for that. <laughs> Let's do that. Um, yeah. You know, it, it looks good. Um, I'm excited to play this game as I love Stardew Valley. It's one of my many comfort games. Um, what a comfort game, people. People love that game. That game's amazing. H- hundreds and hundreds of hours to dive into that. I, there's, I, every time I boot up, I still find stuff that I did not see in my first playthrough. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's crazy. I See, I can't stand those types of games because there's no end to them. There's no story, there's no well, end, or is there a story? There is a story. It, it's it, very loose. It's loose, and like it's sort of like open-ended. Yeah. See, I can't stand that. I don't but want that I, I get not liking that, but for me, like it's nice to turn on a game. Like I have no objectives here other than the farm. Oh, yeah, people love that. Yeah. I, I, I need direction in my game. Yeah, and I get that, because like, I... I need a bad. Sometimes I'm like, okay, just point me where I'm going, though. Like, the only game I, I'm... Considering because I bought it, I just really want to play Metroid Dread. Uh, no, yes. in that kind of vein is uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah. No, no Man's Sky is good. I wouldn't. I. I've got the VR version. Like I paid for that. It, that one doesn't hit me as well because it's not as pleasant. Yeah. Right. But that one used to be because of the sci-fi. This other. Yeah. Thing. No. The the aesthetic is cool. I yeah. like the aesthetic a lot. It's just like when I, gotta, I play these slice of life games, I just want something pleasant and kind of wholesome. You want to feel that chill vibe the entire time. Yeah. You want to feel that lo-fi soundtrack that the child the chocolate was playing the whole time. I want to give a girl a potato and marry her. <laughs> <laughs> and what? you can do that in Harvest Moon, and I love those games. Wouldn't it's it be, a shame. Wouldn't it be easy happened. if life was just like that? Yeah, it'd be. Awesome. I got you this potato. Marry me? I wouldn't mm-hmm. have to interpret feelings and all this shit. Yeah. But you still have to interpret feelings in those games. You have to build the romance. Yeah, but you, how you do that is you go into their house, read their fucking diary, and they'll be like, I have this many hearts towards Hunter today. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, women out there, Hunter just needs to be able to read your diary. Yeah, give me your diary. <laughs> what could go wrong with this plan? <laughs> That's the only episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> Giving your diary is great. I love it. That's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for this game. Um, we won't get it for a while because it's he's just one guy making this, and those games are kind of complex in how like they're set up because there's like there's a bunch of scenarios that can go down, and like it, it it's just it. I'm excited because I love Concerned Ape. Uh, Sturdy Valley is a great game. Yeah, and I'm uh, for me this is like a top three indie developer. And I'm excited for more. Uh. If we're talking to developers, I'd just like to shout out uh, Akapar Games for uh, all the publishing they do of these really great indie games that yeah. they release. Um, they've got an awesome sale going on right now, like Grime, Behind the Frame, a bunch of those games. They are fantastic. They're Behind fun to play. The frame. It's, it's so good. It is fu- It is good. It's short, but it's very good. It, it is. It's, it's like It nails aesthetic, and its soundtrack is just bomb. Yep. Oh, man. Why is it indie games usually have the best soundtracks? And the best vibes. Like, I don't... These AAA games, they come out, they have scores, but all the time, I, I listen to scores, they're trash, for the most part. Uh, I, I have not played a... God of War has the best oh, score, because he's got Bear McCreary. That's why. I was about to say, like, Super Smash Brothers, but, like, that kind of... That's everyone's that's game's everyone. music. And they get... They have an orchestra that's professional. Yeah, and it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's and it's good. not some dude they have in-house composing music. Uh, Final Fantasy music is... Really good. Yeah, I agree. Again, I feel like that's more like hiring. Actually, like that's something Japan does better than uh, America. North America yeah. is like getting people who I don't want to say 
composers at American studios are, are in talent. That's what it's going to sound like it's coming off as. Japan is just better at... They're just at a different level. A different level. Yeah, we'll just say that. They're at a different level. I, I feel like there's a lot of in-house composers who aren't good in, in North America. Ooh. I'm sorry. I just don't enjoy your music. It's fine. That's fine. These things happen. But yeah, indie games, like, they just they hit that vibe chill level with the music. And it, it's a really nice feeling when you're in that mode. Yeah. Like, there's so many of them that are just honestly... Uh, I, I could just listen to music. Like, the Shovel Knight soundtrack, I listen to that all the time. Because it's amazing. So good. Mm. Love that indie music. Uh, but yeah. Like another weird thing that kind of happened this week that I'm I've wanted to touch on is that uh, so I'm I'm kind of into speed running. I really like the speedrunning community. I watch AGDQ, SGDQ constantly. I've actually I've dipped my toes into Kingdom Hearts speedrunning. I actually oh god did a, a Kingdom Hearts 1.5 beginners run for a marathon. I a would just years get ago. caught off in the cutscene. That's the problem. As every time a cutscene comes on, I'm like, okay, put the controller down. No, I'm like slam the start button and get out of here. I, I can't do it. When you watch Kingdom Hearts enough, you get through. You're like, okay, I, I know, get it. but it's so funny and ridiculous that I want to see it. Yeah, when you're doing playthroughs, but when you're doing speed running, it's a whole different game. I want to see Sandor slamming Mickey against the wall. You're a sick person. Yeah, it's funny though because he does like a sick leap off the chair and he just like pumps him into the wall. Well, we know what Hunter's into. Um, but I'm I'm really down with speedrunning community. I love watching it. I love learning it. Like I kind of dabbled in Uncharted One speedrunning there for like a hot second when I was playing that game. It's just it's I really enjoy watching those games and seeing how people break them. And one of the big aggregate sites for people to post their runs is speedrun.com, speedrun.com which has been around forever. It's been decades, I think. And it's like the premier website for speedrunning. And they did this really wild thing this past week where they're like, oh, you know, we, we want to encourage more community. Oh, there's their first mistake. Right, involvement and uh, <laughs> friendships and relationships. So let's add comments to the speedruns yeah. videos. And it's like, have you not been on the internet for the past 15 hey, years? Have you ever looked at a YouTube comment session ever? Right, like, what were you thinking? And so there's this, like, controversy up the, up the Wahoo, obviously, because people who are just going to dump on the speedruns are going to do that. And they allowed you the ability to embed images. Oh, no. It's just Dick City up in that, isn't it's, it? So it's like borderline pornographic images being dumped on these videos. And it's like, all, you've got these speed, like major speedrunners who are the top of their gaming communities are like pulling their runs now and putting them elsewhere or just not posting them at all because they don't want to deal with that nonsense. And I don't blame them. Like, what were they thinking over there? Have they not Why been on Reddit? You, okay, I understand adding comments. That's standard on every website, really. The embedding of pictures, though. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you... I, I mean... Why would you do that and expect know. everything to be okay? Like, Twitch is just dealing with all these hate raids going on, and speedrun.com's like, you know what we need to do? Add comments, because our speedrunners never deal with hate raids. No, of course. Everything's totally fine. There's no toxic behavior in this community at all. What the fuck were you thinking? It's so dumb. I don't understand. Like, this site's been run for years without comments. Like, Why? Why? Why now? Why now? All these major speedrunning communities. If you want to do that, do a forum. Do a, yeah, do a forum. Which well, there is one on speedrun.com. Maybe there should be. But there's reset error. That's it. <laughs> right. There's reset error. And of course, forums are closing left and right because of Discord. Yeah. And also, speaking of Discord, all these major speedrunning gaming communities. Guess where they're building the relationships Discord. on Discord. I'm actually in the Kingdom Hearts speedrunning Discord. Yeah. It's busy all the time. You don't need to put comments on these things. Rant. <laughs> So dumb. Oh, God. Just, like, let's brew and let toxic behavior just coalesce here. I don't understand what they were thinking. A terrible idea. Terrible. Awful, shitty thing to do. <laughs> oh. Oh. But let's end on a good note. Hunter, tell me one cool thing you did in gaming this week. Yeah, I played Metroid Dread. It was awesome. <laughs> okay. That game fucking rules. <laughs> right to the point. I love it. Um, also, what else have I been doing? Honestly. Because, like, I've been playing Metroid Dread... Um, slowly playing Kingdom Hearts 3. Drip beating. Drip beating that because I don't want to go, th like, burn through it. Um. There's so much content. Again, honestly. Like, you could spend, like, 80 hours easily. Metroid Dread is my, has been my whole week because I fucking love that game. <laughs> I'm going to wait till after Guardians comes out after I play that. And I thought, I was like, I'm fucking stupid. I'm just playing Metroid Dread now. Oh, it's like I called that two weeks ago. <laughs> hmm. Weird. Weird how that works. 
<laughs> sure. But yeah, Bat Charger is great. Um, the parry, the parry is awesome. Great addition. Uh, there's like a spider climb now. That's awesome. That does sound boss. Um, I've heard there's some really good quality of life changes, like that you can see doors now when you can activate them yep, or not. Yep. Um, it's just oh, such a good game. More people, people should play this game. I, I think people are playing that game. <laughs> yeah, more people should play this game. I think by the end of the year, you're going to see a major, major sales number for Metroid now, Dread. It's going to be crazy. Now that this game is out, make Metroid Prime 4, please. Make Metroid Prime 4. Re-release the Prime Trilogy as a remake on the Switch. Re-release older Metroids as see, remasters. I, I follow a very prolific leaker who has been very accurate when it comes to Nintendo. What's her percentage like? What's like ninety percent, she she high. leaked she leaked Breath of the Wild. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but um, she was saying that they're planning on releasing it for the the anniversary of the GameCube game Metro Prime, uh, next year. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, so I hope that's the case because those games are great and more people should play them. I mean, if you like Metroid Dread, you'll love love Prime. I would love to play Prime on the Switch. I would too. I played like. 60% of Prime on the GameCube and back in the day and would never finish I've it. been playing an extra legal copy of of Prime and it actually holds up really well. Nice. Like, it feels like it could be a modern game. Ah, oh, that's awesome. And the textures are crazy, like, high, high quality. It looks like a modern game. Yeah, I, I, you could easily do that with the Prime because yeah. they are they are already gorgeous back then. Yeah. They're already pushing the hardware as they much the, as they could. The best fucking menus I've ever seen. <laughs> the I... I don't, it's, this is such a weird comment to give something. The main menus in that game are fucking immaculate. Good menus are not uh, a thing to overlook. No. I'm always excited when they're good, because it's like, yes, that means the game's going to be good. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Cool. How about you, Frank? What have you been doing? Man, um, I like really hard dove into Sora in Smash World, for sure. Yeah. Um, if I had spare time, I was playing Sora in Smash. I was watching Sora videos at work. I was... Um, <laughs> watching streams of trying to catch people playing Sora. Like, one of the Smash tournaments happened this past weekend, and they, like, did their normal tournament, and then they did an all-Sora tournament, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that, folks. There's fuck Our neighbors are assholes. We're in the uh, city here. Um, so that was really cool. I've, I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, obviously, I've been, you know, playing a lot of World of Warcraft. Um, trying to trying really hard to get that ahead of the curve. Like, I finally got my teeth into Sylvanas last night a little bit. With a, with a group that I run with sometimes, and that was an interesting experience. Um, also, I uh, I got through A Realm Reborn on Final Fantasy XIV, finally. Really? Yep. Nice. So that was fantastic. I got those credits rolling. I was like, this is the best feeling ever. What a good story. Yeah. What a great story. Yeah, I got, um, no, I didn't walk with the one in between. I've got Heaven's Ward still. I've yeah. got Stormbringer and Stormblood. Uh, Shadowbringers and Stormblood to get through. Yeah. Uh, so I actually started Heaven's Ward and I was like, ah, this is boss. I'm getting real experience now. And then the Heaven's Ward like title card play and I was like, it's pretty cool. This is great. I love it. Every time that happens, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, baby. I'm in this. I'm in it to win it. But yeah, uh, I'm really enjoying FF14. Um, I wish I had less WoW responsibilities and I could just play that game more. <laughs> I wish I had less adult responsibilities. You could have less WoW responsibilities if you stopped playing WoW. My friends yeah, depend on but... me. Listen, you could just stop playing WoW. Listen, I'm like one of the top three DPS. If I stop playing, you are, trouble, you are addicted. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> MMOs are a thing, all right? Yeah, they are. And seriously, when I get out of the curve, I'm like, I'm logging in for raid and I'm not logging in for anything else. I refuse to. That's it. I can't wait. It's going to be FF14 <laughs> and like single player games. It's so good. It's so good because I still beat Final Fantasy 12. That's been on my back burner for like. Yes, you do need to beat Final Fantasy XII. Uh, uh, Backburner for about, mm, came out in 2006, so 15 years. <laughs> One of the best Final Fantasy games. It is really good. If you discount all the rest. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow, 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 wow. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, you can find us at AskCommonClub at gmail.com. Send us some emails, ask some questions, have some concerns, two little hot takes. We'd love to address them. Please ask us some questions. We want to talk about some stuff on air. As always, you can find us on Twitter at GameSets in his mind toggle. My friend Hunter, you can find him at Young under slash Kame, K-A-M-E under slash on Twitter. As always, we have our Comic Club podcast Twitter and Instagram and Facebook page. Yeah. Give us a follow there. And, um, you know, the only thing left is uh, God bless the ring. <laughs>